Welcome to a special episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. We are celebrating Mario's 35th anniversary. Yes, Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System's 35th anniversary is this year. But we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about the Super Mario Brothers games in the series, starting off not with the first Super Mario Brothers, because we're saving that puppy for last. We are going to be talking about Super Mario Brothers 2 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So we'll be having a couple episodes going throughout the history for the rest of this year, ending, like I said, with the original Super Mario Brothers. So to start it all off, we have today with us the members of Third Party Controller Podcast, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And I kind of wanted to start this off with kind of asking you guys, as a child, we all played the Nintendo when we were kids, and I kind of just wanted to ask each each one of you, what was your first reaction of playing Super Mario Brothers 2? We'll start off with the oldest and sexiest member, Joe. Um, so my first time, I think I got it. I'm not sure if I got it for, it was probably my birthday when I, when it came out, I got it for my birthday, I think. And, um, as a kid, my first reaction playing it was, you know, it was going back. It didn't seem weird to me that Mm. it was, it's the one game in the series that feels out of place. But as a kid, I didn't feel, I didn't know that. Like, you know, I just knew of Super Mario, you know, Super Mario Brothers is a Super Mario Brothers 2. So I, as a kid, even at a young, I just felt like, okay, this is the evolution. This is what it's going to be now. You know, it, it yeah. definitely was different. It wasn't the same, but there was, I guess, so much stuff in the game going on. Like, like visually, it was so, so much better than, than uh, the original, you know, the Mario, the original Super Mario Brothers that it was like, I, I just, I went with it like, oh man, okay, this is, this is Mario. This is, this is what's happened with the game. This is where they're going with it. Even as a kid, not, not really thinking that as a kid, but just being like, oh, cool. It was different. Um, but again, so much more visually, it was so much better. Um, and so much like just the art style changed up so much that I, I, you know, my first thought was just like, this is something different. And then once you got going in the game, you know, I think you still could jump, you could still move. There was still all of the same stuff that you had in the other Mario game as far as platforming goes. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it just didn't seem awkward to me that the red bricks weren't there or like you were pulling on, you're lifting uh, uh, objects instead of smashing them, like stepping on them. It just felt like, all right, this is Mario. Um, and once I got going with the game, it just, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, I just want to say that was probably one of, the f- as a kid, one of the first games I really played and like from start to finish. Because, you know, like when you're a kid, I remember back then a lot of those games that you'd get for Nintendo were fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Like you'd play them and you enjoyed it. But like, you're like, you're not, I'm never going to finish this. Like there's just parts where like as a kid, I knew I was like, yeah, I'm not going to beat this. Yes. But Mario Brothers 2 was one, of the, was one of the games where I was like, you know, I was determined to beat it, and I finally I did, and it was like, all right, cool. But um, yeah, a lot of different worlds. Just the the idea, there was enough. They they put in enough of Mario, like of what Mario was, to not like it was definitely a, a big difference. Looking back, but at the time they put enough stuff, you know, like Mario things in the game to where you were like, oh yeah, this this just feels like what's next, you know, mm-hmm. like 
Um, it's the it wasn't evolution like, from going to one yeah. to two. Yeah, and that happens a lot of the time. Even as a kid, I was like, well, the first one was so like basic. You obviously expected something better, kind of, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, you know, like you still had things like I don't. I'm assuming they added this afterwards, but like the star invincibility, I doubt was in that original version of the game. But oh, we'll get to that later. Yeah, but I mean, it just seemed like something that I saw the star. So you know, the music was there. There were things that Mario did. He still looked like Mario. You had the ability to play as the different characters, which was really cool. Um, so, yeah, for me, it was just like, okay, this is where we're going with the game. It didn't feel that weird to me mm-hmm. or that as big of a of a change um, in gameplay. So, pretty much, like, it was the next evolution. So, you're like, okay, this is the next thing. So, this is why it's doing yeah. these things. What about you, Bethel? What was your first reaction playing Super Mario Brothers 2? What you can remember? Um... I don't have a lot of memories from it. I remember growing as a kid that played it for the first time. Uh, and it was just weird because it was so different. Mm-hmm. And, but it had a familiarity to it. Because I, I remember I went to Japan going as a kid. And uh, I played this game called Doggy Doggy Pan. <laughs> <laughs> it was that game. It was like, it was that game. You know? So it's like I played it and I was like, this game looks just a little bit different, but it plays the same. Yeah. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, but it just, for me, like, I was one of those kids that, oh, this game sucks. It's not the same thing. It's not, because I, I, I didn't play two until after I played three. Yeah. yeah. So I, for it to be like, because, I mean, one and three are, there's some similarities. They're pretty similar games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two just felt completely different because just how the different, different style characters in. Yeah. And they, Kind of threw me off. I didn't like it growing up, and it wasn't like I, I didn't really just I didn't really give it a chance until like recently I played it. It's it's, it's kind of I have a different take on it now. Like I mean, it's it's different, but it's it's cool to play it. It's it's kind of I didn't finish it, but I, I played a little bit of it. It's pretty. It's a I like trying to get the hang of it. I'm trying to figure out how to, where you have to go because it's kind of it's a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, I remember just growing up like not really liking it because just because it was different. Like it, it didn't feel like the original Mario game, the first one. And then going to three, it was it was also like just a completely different game to me. It, it was, I I mean I fall in the same area you did as a kid because I already had all three in, in my possession. And with Joe, you were there when it came out, right? You were yeah. there when Mario Brothers Two came out, so that was the next thing. For me, yeah, I, as a kid, I hated it because, just like you, Bethel, I played the other two, and I was just like, "Why is this one so different?" And it, you, you doing the having to go vertical and having to go up instead of from left to right in, in certain aspects of the game, I just didn't enjoy it. Um, you know, the look of it was just that. That's what you know, Super Mario Brothers Two is supposed to look like, and yeah, it looked like Mario, it looked like everything, but I just didn't like it as a kid. I just didn't enjoy it compared to the other ones. Yeah. Uh, not knowing what i know now but it, it was just something i didn't enjoy it was the lesser of the three it was the it was the Mega Man 2 of the the superior you know Mega Man 3 version as as everyone knows uh it's funny because like i i look at it as something out of the norm for what you would expect for mario but yeah. i still feel like it's overall like the original mario brothers was that introduction it's yeah. always going to be that game like well super mario created this but like i still feel like i had more fun playing two than i had one you know what I mean? Like, I, I consider them... I go reverse, or I go, like, three is... Obviously, three is, to me, my 
my all-time favorite Mario, um, then it's two, then it's one, even though I know that, that two is a different game. Mm. I feel like I still, like if like if today I were to go back and play Mario right now, I could play Mario Brothers 1 probably for like, you know, uh, a solid half hour and play some levels and get that nostalgia feeling, but I wouldn't be all that, like that would be it. Like mm. I wouldn't be all that like pumped about it, but like I could probably go back, like Mario 3, I can uh, I can play all day. Mario 2, if I went and jumped on it, I would definitely play longer than I than I would play Mario, uh, the original one, Super Mario Bros. With Mario 2, though, as a kid, um, yeah, it being my least favorite, I still have my original copies of each version of Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. 2, because I didn't like it, was the only one that I didn't take that good care of. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, the label of itself is fine, but I just... With a marker marked the actual gray cartridge part green. Fucking kid. Because I was just like, fuck this. Like, 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 oh man, three's the best, one's better than two, and and oh fuck this. And I, I just you know marked it up. Now now that I still have it, I cleaned all that stuff up, so it doesn't look like it. You could see some of the green still, but I completely yeah. cleaned it off. But that's how much I despised Mario too, just because it just felt so weird to me, or it just didn't feel as good as the other ones, and it made no sense to me. There's two so different compared to one and three. I'll tell you why. It's because uh, Japan thought uh, Americans were too pussy for the <laughs> for what they consider Mario Brothers 2. Mm-hmm. It's really what it boils down to to me. Yeah, because they said it was just a lot harder, the game. Yeah, for I mean, for a lot of people that don't know, if you're familiar with games, you know that you know Super Mario Brothers 2 that we have here in America is not... Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan because there was a Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan. It was a sequel. The official, the real sequel to Super Mario Brothers 2 looked like Super Mario Brothers 1, but why Why were they afraid, Joe? Like you kind of alluded to it right now, but why, why didn't they want to bring it to America? It was, they felt that American gamers wouldn't like the uh, crushing difficulty of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in that what we call the lost levels that was um, not like definitely not in the original game and definitely not helpful. There were the, I don't know if they were poison, but they were yeah, the poison, mushrooms, mushrooms. poison mushrooms in the game. Um, like there's just, you, you had to have been like the fucking top, like your platforming skills. Some of those jumps, like there's some jumps in the original super Mario brothers that are pretty tough to make. Like you're like, you gotta be spot on. But you know, in that second, in the lost levels, um, there's some like platforming segments that are just ridiculously difficult. And I think that was a big part of the reason why they didn't want to go with that as a sequel. Um, I also feel like, I don't know if it's ever been said, but I also felt like uh, it just to me was, it didn't really feel like a sequel when you actually play lost levels and, you know, having, I guess in retrospect, like going back, if it had been Mario two, you would have been like, okay, this is Mario two, but like having played what we got as Mario two, and then going back and playing lost levels, like I look at it like, man, this oh. is more of like a re, like so, a like a remix. You know what I mean? Or just like a an example. Yeah. So so Joe's Imagine. mentioning Joe's mentioning Super Mario Brothers. The the Japanese Super Mario Brothers two did end up coming here to America later on, and they titled it the Lost Levels. Yeah. So that's why Joe, when you hear Joe say Lost Levels, that was Super Mario Brothers two in Japan. That just it came here in America as Lost Levels. Um, ha- okay. Have you guys ever played Lost Levels at all? I have very little. Like, 
uh, when they brought it on to the, the All-Stars, uh-huh. when it was on All-Stars. Yeah. And I've, I've played it several times here and there. Not a big fan of it. Yeah. Beto? Yeah, same. Like, I've played very little bit, but I remember it being being really hard to play and just kind of giving up after a while. Yeah. So if you have the Nintendo Switch and you have the Nintendo Switch online, you do have access to Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels on there. I've played it recently. Not only do they make it harder, but they purposely make controlling Mario tougher. He can't jump as high. He's a little bit. It's a little bit different. Um, they ended up giving Luigi to his signature, like kind of floating a bit in the air and kind of mm-hmm. jumping a bit higher. Because I played to kind of catch up and do this episode, I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try out Lost Levels. And I was like, "What is wrong? Is am I off frames? Am I am I getting lag? Like it felt off." And I'm like, "What is going on? Like what's what's wrong?" I already know. I was going through the levels. I, I forgot about the poison mushroom. It's like kind of like in the traditional first Mario level, you get that mushroom. This time you get yeah. a mushroom in it and you die. Like it was much more difficult. They made it to be more challenging because people in Japan really liked the original Mario Brothers. And me playing it, it just, yeah, it, it just controls weird to give you that challenge. And there was a part when you get to the castle in the first world. I went there, you know, I, I had gotten a mushroom previously, so I'm larger. And usually when you get a, you know, you get the flower, the fire flower, so you can use the fire power up. Um, I hit it, like where they place the fire power up, you have to go on a ledge and jump above it but when you jump above it there's the walls blocking you so the only way down is to die that fire plant is there you can't you're gonna die no way there's no way of getting out it's bait yeah it's basically bait so they purposely made that shit really 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 hard and i was just like damn this it's like i get it it's it's like that challenging it's like basically what a lot of people are doing now in mario maker they want to make those challenging levels but that was back in like 80 86 87 when that one came out i think it was 86 when mario 2 came out or 87 um in japan and yeah it was it was it's, it's super difficult but what's what's even crazier is um howard phillips he worked for nintendo of america he would be someone who would go and like you know, unpackage arcade systems for Nintendo, go set up arcade systems, but they would also let him, like, try out games and play things, and, you know, that was in Japan before it came to America. And the president of of, uh, Nintendo of America asked him, like, he saw that, oh, shoot, Super Mario Bros. 2 is here. Like, he didn't even know that, so he's gonna play it. And he plays it on the Nintendo Famicom system, because that's what it was called in Japan. And when he played it, it was the same experience that you had, Joe. I, you had Bethel, and I had. It was just like this is hard. Like this isn't really fun, and it looks like the first Mario Brothers game. Like it doesn't seem like a sequel to no. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. And when he asked, when the president of Nintendo asked him, like, "Oh, how was it?" He's just like, "Yeah, it's not. I don't. It's not good. Like I don't like it. Like I don't think this should come over here." And so they they were like scrambling, like, "Hey, what? How do we? We can't put this out in America." Um, so they ended up trying to figure out like, okay, how, how do we fix this? What do we do? Okay. Let's take a game that hasn't come out in America and just skin that as a Mario game and call it super Mario brothers two. And they did, they did that, uh, with a game called what Bethel? Doki Doki panic. When I played it in Japan, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Uh, Doki Doki panic, which 
with a little information that was a summer of it was in the summer of 1987 when that game came out it was for um it was for a promotional uh collaboration with fuji television and nintendo to make a game for their dream factory festival so they wanted to use their mascots and like hey make a game for us kind of to promote the festival do all that because at the time nintendo was hot like nintendo was hot shit so they're like hey this is a good collaboration and that's what they made was doki doki panic um uh kinsuke tanabe he actually created the idea of the platform of going vertical instead of horizontal and it was a it was an idea he had when he started with nintendo but they're like oh this is this is something that nah, we're not going to use it and he's like oh okay cool no problem but with how nintendo usually works like even if they have ideas sometimes ideas could be reused for something else and when he was tasked with coming up with a game using the characters for the fuji television to make doki doki panic they're like hey why don't we use my idea that i had and yeah they had the original nintendo creative team work on it miyamoto wasn't really working on it he was kind of like a kind of like a producer on it helping out here yeah. and there uh but he was to he was he was the one tasked to make it and that's that was his idea that vertical platforming portion of super mario or doki doki panic was from doki doki panic um do you know what doki doki panic means in english no. It stands for Dream Factory Heart Pounding Panic. Uh, pretty much an advertisement for that. For the uh... yeah, it was an advertisement for the festival. That's what originally was how uh, they took that game because they weren't able to reissue that. It was a game. Doki Doki Panic was something Nintendo couldn't issue reissue again because those characters were ones that they couldn't. They didn't own it, but they Nintendo mm. owned everything else. Yeah. The game, the the characters they created in the game, not the main characters that they used, but everything else in the game they owned. So that's what they ended up using. They used that and reskinned it with Mario characters and Mario things to kind of make it a Mario game. And that's how we ended up getting Super Mario Brothers 2 for America was originally Doki Doki Panic and is now su the American super mario brothers 2 which later on japan ended up getting super mario brothers usa is what they called super mario brothers 2 in america in japan in 1992 so a little history there with it uh, as a young kid getting older and as the years went on you're kind of like you hear about oh it's doki doki panic it was actually this that's why it was so weird that's why it was different um how do you feel about super mario brothers 2 now at this time knowing all that information and what you know now i think 
Oh, sorry. I just want to say Nintendo's fucking lazy for a rehash. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty impressive that they were able to shoehorn in uh, Mario into the game and still, like, I don't know if it's impressive or lucky because, I mean, they shoehorned him into a game that was still pretty good. And, and it's funny now, but, like, you know, we, we think of when you come to platforming Mario, you, know, you talk about platformers, like Mario platformers, the vertically scrolling stages um, are kind of now a thing. Like mm-hmm. there's always special stages and they feel like that originated from that. Cause you know, prior, obviously Mario brothers, the first Mario brothers, you didn't have that. Um, and when you got to three and going on from three and on now, every so often, you know, you're going to get some kind of, if you're getting a, a 2d platform Mario, you're going to get like some kind of a scrolling stage. And I feel a lot of that comes from like, and especially like, like the moving upward thing kind of comes from uh, that um, that game. And it's funny how they were able to take all those extra characters, like a lot of characters that weren't in, uh, you know, that they could use, they created for that game for, for that um, festival. But now they've all become like kind of sort of like, you know, they weren't created for Mario, but like a lot of those characters are now like ingrained in Mario, like the shy guys or, uh, stuff yeah. like that where you're just like yeah you know it was the first introduction of shy guys Bombs, and birdo mm-hmm. where those were the first time those characters that you know now in super mario brothers came from doki doki panic and that's what's crazy and and yeah that was also one thing too with super mario brothers 2 you were able to play not only as mario but you can you know play as luigi which you're able to do in the past but you can also be toad and princess peach and yeah. each character played differently where you would have princess peach would be able to glide, so when you jump in the air, you'd have a few you know seconds to glide up in the air. Luigi had higher jumps, and he kind of had the little flicking feet on yeah. the bottom. And then Toad was kind of what Toad was a little bit more. What was his thing? I forget. Fast. He was I, faster, I think. Yeah. I wasted pants. I wasted pants. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It, it's it's kind of cool that that they ended up doing that, and it. it fits like now me being older knowing what i know i went back and i i as a kid i went as far as i could with super mario brothers 2 and i just was like whatever right uh now knowing what i know i i do enjoy the game more knowing where it came from but also appreciating you know that hey man this is the uh, you know this is a mario version that we ended up getting that was beneficial for all of us you know, it, uh-huh. it, it helped everything out because if we would have gotten the Mario Brothers 2 that came from Japan, I think it could have been different. Things could have turned out differently. And I think Super Mario Brothers 2 is important because of that, you know. And going through it again, there I was playing through the whole game and there was moments where I was like, well, I've never seen this before. But then getting farther and going like, wait a minute, I remember this, but I don't remember like a good chunk of stuff in the middle. So that's what was really weird. But being really impressed with, like, you know, comparing it to Mario, you're going to compare it to the first one. But with this one, what I did like, not just the vertical stuff, but how it kind of challenged you to kind of figure out your surroundings and the things you could do. Because yeah. you're just so used to, like, in the other Mario games, it's like, okay, I could if I hold B down, hit A, I could run faster and jump higher. You know, oh, and then I I know from years of playing with friends or playing by myself, like, oh, there's a secret mushroom here. There's secret that there. 
but I want to say like for me, Super Mario Brothers Two has more of, hey, look at your surroundings and, and guess what you can do. You know, like yeah. there are moments where I was just like, fuck, how do I, how the hell do? Okay, there's nothing, there's nothing ahead of me. It's completely. If I fall, I fall to my death. But where do I go? And then I notice like birds flying by, and then I'm going, okay, there's birds. There's a ton of birds going in one direction. Can I go on top of those birds and? Are they gonna take me across from wherever I need to go? And yeah, that's what you do. Like you just go on there, hitch a yeah. ride, and then get off. You know. And there's even moments too where where there's areas where there's a ton of spikes, and you're like, how the hell do I get down there? Because there's nowhere else to go. And then you see a shy guy, and I'm, you know, because this one's different. Where in the first Mario, you jump on an enemy and they die. In this one, you jump on Super Mario Brothers Two. You jump on an enemy, and you can pull them up to throw them. You don't yeah. automatically kill them. And in this one, I'm like, uh, maybe if I jump on that shy guy and have him take me across the spikes. Because he's not, you notice, he's not dying when he goes on those spikes. Yeah. So I'm going to lay on top of, or I'm going to jump on top of him and have him carry me past the spikes until I'm safe. And then I get off. I thought that was really cool. Like, that's something I yeah. ended up appreciating while going through that game. It was also like the first game that introduced like the keys in 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 a, in a Mario game. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like you didn't have the key. Old thing about keys before. It wasn't until that game that you're like, oh yeah, keys. Yeah, it introduced a lot of stuff and and, and things that would stay with Mario. So yeah, for me, it's just like this is Super Mario Brothers two. You know, even though it's technically you know not actually actually it is to me it it's an imp it's important and it is Super Mario Brothers two. I've come yeah. to appreciate it more. Yeah, if they would, I think if they would have released uh, the Japanese version of two out here, I don't think they would have have uh, had a successful three. If uh, people are like, "Oh, tools, whatever," I mean, I didn't really like it. It was too hard. Or we probably wouldn't have gotten the three that we got. Maybe even that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's very rarely that you get like a series, especially the first three games. Each one is so wildly different from the other. Like, and I know one is one is similar to three. The original yeah. one is similar to three, but three was such a leap forward that mm -hmm. comparing one and three now, it's like, you know, it's it's a huge difference. So, I mean, going from, I mean, had we had just gotten, three, you know, two, you know, who knows if we would have gotten to three that that felt that advanced. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it was almost like two became that palate cleanser, like, oh, this is something different. And then all of a sudden three's back and like now here's three, a little bit more like one, but so much further evolved that it was like. You know, you don't see that often. You have like, you know, yeah. like three three Mario games, sequels, but each one very different in its own way. You know what I mean? And I think that helped to, um, that's what led to Mario becoming this, like, after that, it was off to the races. It, it, it allowed Nintendo, I think it gave Nintendo that, that uh, confidence to be creative with future Mario games. Try different things, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. Sunshine, uh, Galaxy... You know, it all comes back to that beginning. You have three, like I said, three different, three Mario games on the NES, and each one was pretty different. So I think it helped for them to gain that confidence. So, hey, we're going to try something different Yeah. going forward when it, when uh, in the later games. It showed them that they could be more experimental instead of having to play it safe if things had gone a different route. Yeah, it's like it's rare to see like a, a sequel do better than the, the movie before. Like there's like, Back to the Future 2, Godfather the 2, and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. <laughs> the one thing I, I, that I noticed, I didn't realize how, like, the music in it, like, it's, it's 
shit that I remember as a kid. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that was from listening to that main theme in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that's what it was from. I remember hearing it a bunch growing up and like other Mario games were like different versions of it. And But I didn't realize that that's what it was from. Even like that bar theme, the little bongos and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, I, dude, this is something that I've heard so many times. Like, I didn't realize that it was from two. Yeah. What would you what'd you guys think of, like, the boss, how they kind of did things with their boss fights? It was, again, a big difference. Like, you know, compared to Mario Brothers 1, you had basically the same boss fight, although a little different each time you went into it. You know what I mean? It was it almost wasn't really a boss fight, but it was like the, their primitive form of a boss fight. Mm-hmm. Getting to and having different bosses and each having kind of different mechanics and having, you know, different ways. It was, it was a big change and it was, I liked it. I thought it was cool. I didn't really get a boss fight. I thought I got it to the boss fight, but it wasn't. It was, uh, what are those called? The ones that throw the eggs? Birdo. Birdo. Birdos, yeah. I got to that one. I was thinking that that was a boss. And then I saw it on the second level. Like, oh, it was not a boss. I beat it, but it was kind of hard at first because <laughs> I couldn't get the timing down. Yeah. But I, I didn't really get to an actual boss. You play through the game and you got used to the mechanics and that's what you have to use to kind of defeat them, you know? It wasn't yeah. like something where it's like, oh, now the only way you can defeat a boss is, you know, we're going to give you this, which you haven't been using yet or whatever to defeat yeah. your boss or, or something. Yeah, the more the more I played it and, and finished it, the more I kind of like it felt like a puzzle game too like just figuring out stuff like how things worked and and kind of like using your environment yeah um, so as everyone knows at the end when you finish Super Mario Brothers 2 um, you beat the bad guy because there's no, it's not Bowser it's not King Koopa he's not in this it's a it's a character called Wart which was a character from the original Doki Doki Panic but it was originally original created character so they were able to use that character you fought against this character wart and um in the beginning of the game there there was text but i never even ever read it but you save some some people i don't know what they are like they're i think they were like flies or something i don't know and then you beat wart and they show a beat up wart uh you see these characters kind of like uh crowd surfing taking wart like he's all beat up and stuff and then beating the shit out of him off screen oh, yeah. and i was just like what that's so weird but then what's the biggest twist of super mario brothers 2 he sees dead people no i mean the biggest cardinal sin in like all uh tv shows or movies it was the uh <laughs> I I dreamed it. I think it's just funny. They got like it because I guess just because it was a game. I guess people would just it was like oh it's fine it's whatever. But like yeah like nowadays if you did that it'd be pretty shitty. Like even like even at that time like in TV shows and movies like I hope it'd be awesome if like Last of Us two like it was all fucking dream. forty hour game and then it's just like yeah and then it just but then they just cut to what's her name Ellie is it Ellie yeah just going <laughs> just sleeping. <laughs> I mean, but like looking at it now, I like that. I like how it. I look. I like how that is because <clears throat> it was so different. Because, it, it, it was different, sense. but at the same time, they're like, "Well, we know this isn't a real Mario game, so I don't think this was their intention." But it was kind of in a way to be like, "It's not a real Mario game, so it's just going to be a dream." Yeah, you know. So here, here we'll just have them. We'll have them like be sleeping and. You know, because you see that ending scene, and then he's sleeping, and there's a 
bubble, a dream bubble with yeah. that same animation. And then Mario kind of wakes up a little bit and then falls back asleep. And I was like, it's oh, very, that's kind of cool. It's, it's very meta in yeah. a way where you're, where you're like, it's like Mario's dreaming. Like, it's basically Mario's dream is like, oh, I got put inside of a game. And it's like, in reality, that's basically, yeah, you were plucked into a game that wasn't really yours and just shoehorned <laughs> in. It was Inception. The coin's still spinning. It was still spinning. In the, I th- want to say he, they tell you actually in a way, they tell you in the beginning of the game that it's a dream. Oh, that it's... either Mario has a dream that this is going on, so he either investigates. So I think they kind of, they bait you, kind of like, oh, he had a dream to go check something out, but then you find out that it was just all a dream. So I don't know, it, it was one of the two, but. That was like their way out to be like, hey, look, it wasn't a real movie. We kind of told you, so you can't get mad. It's actually a better game than we all thought. You guys thought. I, I liked it. Oh, well, then, yeah. Most yeah, of Joe, Joe was of... Joe was woke before any of us. Yeah. <laughs> Joe was well, the, the definition of woke back then. He's a fucking, fucking hipster. I knew it was cool before it was cool. <laughs> actually, it's better than all the Mario like games. Marvel I still remember the original um, the commercial ad for it. Yeah. yeah. What was it? It was like everyone chanting. like It was like a group of people like, Mario. No, that was Mario 3. No, I think it was two, no? I want to say it was three, dude. I remember the ad, it was the... I think the... it was two. Because the gaming historian used that ad for the third game when he oh. did his third one. thought it was two. I remember more. get on the block. Everybody Oh, walk. the wizard was the commercial for yeah. Mario 3, wasn't it? I remember that one. No, huh? that was the first Nintendo Direct. <laughs> That's right. What was? The wizard. The but wizard? We'll talk about the wizard later. <laughs> Coming from what could have been... Maybe a disastrous sequel to Super Mario Brothers becoming a game that was originally Doki Doki Panic to becoming Super Mario Brothers 2 that we know now. And I would say it's safe to say that, you know, everyone, everyone, you know, kind of accepts that Mario 2 is the official Mario. I would say, right? More people are kind of like, yeah, this is Mario 2, even though we know it's from this other thing. It fits good. It fits like a Mario Brothers 2 game because it was made by the people who worked on Mario anyway. So the whole team was there. Yeah. What does Japan think, though? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what Japan thinks. Hey, Japan! <laughs> what do you think? Like, it's Mario 2, motherfucker. <laughs> that ain't Mario 2, bitch. That's my really good Japanese accent. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that is our first episode in our celebration of Super Mario Brothers. 35th anniversary ending it with part one with super mario brothers 2 we will be continuing this throughout the year and what's gonna be our next game we're gonna talk about i don't know we'll find out 
soon. And also, I would highly recommend, if you want to know more about Super Mario Bros. 2 and Doki Doki Panic, there's a great video on YouTube by The Gaming Historian. It's a fantastic video. He's done a ton of videos of video game history. He does one on Super Mario Bros. 2. Highly recommend it. Go check it out on YouTube. Just type The Gaming Historian. If you want some more deep, detailed information, fantastic video. Check it out. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira, with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Bye, everybody. Bye. Later. Thank you.